Welcome to the First Million Podcast, a podcast for empowered women working for financial freedom and lifestyle abundance. I'm your host, Emily, and I'm pulling from my experiences building a multi-six-figure business in my early 20s, investing and achieving financial literacy, and traveling the world while I work to steer you towards your highest potential. Let's dive in because you know what they say. The first million is hard, but the second million is inevitable. Today we're talking about how to do your own freaking thing in life, how to stop letting other people make decisions for you, how to stop following some arbitrary life plan to actually do your own thing, create the life that you want, and leave all of the bullshit expectations behind. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the First Million Podcast. I'm so excited to be sitting down for a second month on our new like ass-kicking journey of being motivational, leaving the bullshit behind type of vibes. If it's your first time here, welcome. My name is Emily. I am a full-time business mentor um, and I want to motivate you to live your best life, live your own life. And that's what today's episode of the First Million Podcast is all about. But As y'all know, at this point, we're going to do a quick pause for our service spotlight where I share with you one of the ways that I can directly assist you inside your business or your entrepreneurial journey. If you're not into it, go ahead and skip ahead to the episode. Otherwise, today our service spotlight is Foundations of Online Coaching, which is my signature business mentorship at this point. If you've been following me for a while or even not for that long, you've probably heard about Foundations. It is my 12-week comprehensive business mentorship that contains elements of group coaching, one-on-one coaching, a complete like comprehensive textbook, 110 plus pages of my complete business methodology. It has created so much success in this industry. So many of the coaches, if you're in the online wellness coaching space, which I know not all of you guys are, but if you are, a lot of the successful coaches that you are seeing there have probably been through Foundations of Online Coaching. I've been doing this for almost four years now. So I have a lot of program alumni at this point, but foundations will educate you on how to go from zero to a hundred when it comes to starting and growing your online service-based business. And I run very few cohorts per year. I used to do three. Right now I'm only doing two. There's one more cohort that is going to go live in 2023 demand was so high for all of my mentorships, I literally kind of ran out of time to input that third uh, round of foundations in. So your best opportunity to snag a spot is to check out the link down in the description box or in my bio on Instagram. It is at Emily Woods Wellness because depending on when this episode goes live, I will either have a current wait list, which is amazing where you can get on the wait list, stay in the loop, get an amazing discount, all that jazz, or I have open enrollment depending on when this goes live. Again, I'm batch filming because you know I travel constantly. So I'm gonna be gone a lot of the month that this episode uh, will go live during. So depending on when this goes up, we may be doing open enrollment, in which case y'all go apply because this program will change your entire life and educate you on everything from clarifying your niche to developing a program, understanding sales, business-based and business-forward social media, 
launching your offer, et cetera, et cetera. So all the info about Foundations of Online Coaching will be linked down in the description box below. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, y'all. I was the maid of honor in a wedding um, last weekend. And so my voice, she's giving raspy, hoarse, barely there, barely surviving, not thriving, most definitely. And you know, you might be like, Emily, well, then why did you choose to do a podcast episode today? I was like, well, because I'm inspired and I need to share some stuff with you. And because I have some big trips planned and I am all about consistency um, over everything. And so I'm going to sit here with my sexy, raspy voice and talk to you guys. And hopefully you enjoy it. You know, we'll see. Either way, the message is still going to get across. Today's episode, how to do your own freaking thing in life. This is a topic I am very passionate about. I think that truly like everybody in this world, aside from maybe a few people, everyone's trying to adhere to some path that they've seen before. They're trying to adhere to some societal or familial standard that's been set for them. And very few people are actually branching out and just doing their own thing in life. And I think that that is really sad. I think it's harmful when it comes to opportunity and just like what you could be bringing to the table in life as someone who's very much like marching to the beat of their own drum. And I don't think that in general today's society encourages individuals, um, especially people like coming out of college or even out of high school. I don't think we're encouraged to truly do our own thing. I know for me personally, like I'm from a relatively small town slash city in the deep south and definitely you're not encouraged to like go sow your wild oats and do your own thing. Now, this is the first million podcast. This is a podcast about financial abundance, financial freedom, being successful in life, not just figuring out what you want to do for the sake of it. So I do want to say that when I'm talking about like, quote unquote, marching to the beat of your own drum, I'm not saying just like go off the rails and throw away, you know, a lot of opportunities in your life and don't be smart about it. I'm talking about marching to the beat of your own drum for a successful, more abundant, more prosperous life and leaning into the good ideas that you have in that area. So this is not, you know, into the wild shit here. This is like real entrepreneurial or like a business minded, thriving minded stuff. I think that this culture of everyone being like pressured to kind of do the same thing, which like even though I know culturally um, and even like state to state, even in the United States specifically. And I have so many friends that are international and family that's international. And it's like even more different there. Like even though the standards are slightly different, it's pretty much the same blueprint, just like different ages assigned to different stages of life. Um, You know, whether you live in like a big city or a small town, your time to get married and have kids and settle down and buy property, like that might be in your early 20s or it might be expected later in life. But either way, like we're kind of all expected to be in this pattern. And there's nothing wrong with that. And in a lot of ways, like I'm sitting here 26 years old. I've been married for like almost three years. Like I do own a house. You know, like I'm not saying that I am the complete like antithesis of this standard like outlay of lifestyle. What I'm saying is that I made a choice to be that way. And I think that everyone feeling forced to kind of be on a similar path in life, maybe just because they're scared to do something different, represses so many million dollar ideas. We probably all have at least one or two million dollar ideas in our lives and we just like don't act on them whether we recognize the value of the idea or not. 
There is so much that each of us brings to the table and whether we act on it or not is totally 100% our own responsibility. But feeling pressured into specific societal expectations or whatever it may be, that's gonna like stop you even more from even thinking it's a possibility to act on your million dollar ideas. And that can be so damaging. So going into this episode, I want you to really be thinking about this question, what would I be doing if there was no external influence? And we've all heard, most of us have probably heard this question, like what would you do if you weren't afraid or what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? This is kind of like that. I don't, I'm not obsessed with that question. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Because I think that some people, depending on your personality, if you're not quite as like logical, which isn't a bad thing inherently, but you might take that to mean that taking like stupid risks and doing things that really do not have a ton of like potential for true freedom, you might more so go down that path. And I think that can be very dangerous because in the end, in your pursuit of freedom, you actually are less free than you ever were. So instead, think about like, what would I be doing if people and society weren't pressuring me, Um, whether it's loudly and vocally or just kind of subliminally? What would I do if that pressure was not there? And I feel like I can relate this a little bit to my life as an example. If I had just adhered to society's expectations of me going to college and then kind of doing what I was supposed to do post-college, I would either in this moment be in school still. So I'd be either in medical school or getting my PhD because I have a degree in biology, in organismal biology. So I was either going to have to literally go get a PhD and become like a research scientist or follow my original path, which was to go to medical school. So I'd either like still be in school, working in a lab somewhere, potentially, if I didn't want to go through all that education, I'd probably be like pipetting a freaking something in a lab, in a lab coat. Oh, the fluorescent lighting. I just, I cannot. (laughs) Or I'd be working a random job, which is exactly what I was doing after college because I was like, I don't want to go to medical school. I don't want to do these things that were like laid out for me or set out for me. And Although like my family wasn't putting pressure on me and nobody specifically was, it was more this idea of like society is set up so that I'm really only supposed to be successful if I follow one of these paths that is kind of like the natural flow of things. So when I decided I was going to like quit my job, start a business, there was a lot of like confusion from people. There was a lot of like resistance that I had to go up against because it just wasn't like the quote unquote natural way of things. And I'm doing the whole quote situation a lot during this episode because I think a lot of it is complete bullshit, like the whole like expectation thing. And some of the things I'm saying, like as they come out of my mouth, I'm like, I can't believe that we adhere to this shit, but we do. So I just want to like let you guys know that I don't think that all of that is like super normal and I don't fully like recommend or stand behind all of these things or most of these things. And I also want to throw out there that none of the options that were available to me after college are like bad. Like I have friends who went to medical school and they're thriving and they're going to be doctors and that's amazing. I have friends, my very best friend works, she's a chemist and works in a lab and it's great. She's super successful. She's thriving. That's what she wants. It was just not what I wanted. And this is the whole vibe of this episode. If you're not on a path in your life that you're like fully vibing with and you're like, I know I want something different, but I'm afraid to just like march to the beat of my own drum for fear of judgment or failure or whatever it is, 
I want to give you some tangible steps that you can use to bring your dream life to life without being dumb about it, without making stupid decisions, throwing away opportunities, because I think there is a balance here. If you're listening to this podcast and you have these visions of financial freedom and thriving financially and in your life, like you are going to have to think a little bit differently from just the person who's like fully lost, like floating in the wind, wherever, wherever the wind may take them. So how do you do this? How do you actually identify what you want and start doing your own thing and just kind of like literally just irregardless of everybody else, just carving your own path and I know I keep saying again and again marching to the beat of your own drum but I really like that and I think it encompasses what I'm trying to say here so the first thing you're going to want to do to start doing your own effing thing okay in life and to carve your own path is to identify what you do want what you want not what other people want for you it would have been so convenient for me to become the next Dr. Woods. And although that would have been great, probably it is not what I wanted. What do you want for you? Not what does anybody else want for you? What's the easiest pathway? A lot of us are so used to repressing these thoughts and feelings and to not like leaning into the emotional side of like, what do I really want? And just like not tuning in to our own desires in life. We're so used to that, that we may need to take some steps to get to a place where we can actually like understand what we want because you might be in a place in life right now where you don't really, you can't even really get in touch with like that side of things. So you may need to spend some time meditating. You might need to go to therapy. Like, okay, sis, let's take full accountability for any amount of suppression of our own desires that we have Go to therapy, meditate, start walking, start doing affirmations, journaling, whatever you need to do to get back in tune with what you really want, who you really are as a person. And then you can truly say, I know what I want for me. So identifying everything is really key and getting yourself into a position where you can actually make those identifications, super, super important. Okay, this next one I'm obsessed with. Stop telling people what you're doing before you're doing it or while you are doing it. If you can just succeed in silence and put your head down and grind and you don't have to tell everybody, you're really going to be thriving. And I'm going to bring this point up again, but it doesn't make like realistically, it doesn't make the projects you're doing or your dreams or goals any more real when you tell someone. People are going to say like, oh, it's going to make it more real when you tell people. I disagree. I think when you go around running your mouth, telling everybody like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm doing. The more you talk about it, the more you trick your brain into believing that you're actually doing something for that goal when really all you're doing is talking. All you're doing is running your mouth and nothing's actually getting done. Whereas you could just live life, do your thing and behind the scenes really be making shit happen. That's where the magic happens. So Stop telling people everything you've got going on and just start doing it. Start making something happen in your life. And this next step kind of really relates to that, but it's what I wrote down here in my notes is to succeed in silence. Okay, this is really important. I personally get so much satisfaction out of being a little bit of a mystery, like a little bit of an enigma, kind of. As I mentioned in my last point, you're not any closer to your goals because you start telling people 
that you're going to achieve them. And I think that in a lot of circles and a lot of areas in life, people really think that like telling people about your successes, constantly celebrating all the things like that, that makes a big difference in your success. And I actually think that like you need to keep your head down longer than most people would say and just keep pushing towards your goals in order to actually see success. Because if you start getting choppy with it and like stopping and looking for validation and all these different things, you are interrupting your progress when you could just create flow and get into the groove of finding success and chasing your own ideal life. And not everybody needs to know about it. And that is a very like underspoken um, thing in this business that I'm in, especially people love to splash out their successes, their wins, to inflate them, to create um, comparison and all these things. And I will say that it's very hard for me personally to celebrate my wins at all. It's something that I struggle with and I'm trying to get better about. But I have actually found success in a lot of ways because I don't need to tell people when I'm doing something, when I'm succeeding in a certain area, I don't need their validation. I'm just making moves because I am removing a lot of external influence from my decisions and from my successes and from my progress. And I'm just keeping my eye on the prize. This next one, super important as well. Stop asking for permission. So this can be very direct. Like stop asking other people for permission to do the things that you want to do. So you can be literally asking people like, oh, should I do this? Can I do this? Um, Whatever it may be. And unless you're like financially dependent on the person you're asking permission from, then I would say let's just not and let's just start making moves. But most of the time, we're not literally asking for permission. Looking for validation directly or indirectly is another form of asking for permission. If you're constantly kind of bringing up and teasing projects that you have going on, things that you're doing, life decisions that you're considering making, and you are very carefully gauging people's reactions to what you say, that is the same as you asking for permission because you know that if you get a really negative reaction from people Even though you don't know their intentions, they could just be jealous and want that idea for themselves, which happens more often than you would think. You know that their reaction is going to impact your action, your use of your idea. So remember that looking for validation is oftentimes very similar to asking for permission straight up. And if you think like, oh, I would never ask someone for permission as a grown adult to do what I want to do, ask yourself, but am I looking for tons of of external validation on all of my decisions and choices. And if the answer is yes, like look yourself in the mirror and realize, hey, I actually am asking for permission and letting other people's opinions and reactions dictate my own life. Okay, next, two more left, promise. Stop explaining yourself so freaking much. One of the reasons why it is so common that people are not doing their own thing in life is because they don't know how to explain what they want to do or what they are doing to people in their lives, whether it's family, friends, partners, like whoever, okay? If you're constantly explaining yourself and trying to wrap other people's minds around concepts, ideas, plans that you're still trying to figure out yourself, That is another form of looking for validation and it's also like an impossible task. It is not your job to make sure that other people understand your life. 
If you have a great idea, if you see an opportunity and you want to take it, you do not owe it to anybody to explain it to them or make sure they understand. As long as you understand and you're being logical, which we're going to get to the logistics part of this, you need to move forward and not rely on anybody else's understanding to make you feel validated in your decisions. Another thing that I've learned to find a lot of peace with in my business is the fact that people still don't really know what I do. I was at a wedding this weekend and a girl that I've known forever, we actually went to preschool together, but we haven't seen each other in a very long time. We did not go to college together. She came up to me so sweet, so genuine. She was like so nice. And she was like, I asked her about her job, whatever. And then inevitably she's like, so, you know, what are you doing these days? Are you still doing like nutrition stuff? Which just tells me, right, this person in particular, right, didn't probably know what health coaching was, what I was doing before, definitely doesn't know what I'm doing now. And I kind of was like, no, gives a brief explanation and moves the heck on. I do not take offense to the fact that people don't know what I'm doing, what's going on, that it's not easy to explain. Um, not my problem. My family, like my grandparents trying to listen to my grandma explain to other people what I do for work, comical but she's trying her best. And you know what? Again, I do not seek to be understood. I seek to love my own life, the life that I built for myself and other people's validation, level of understanding, et cetera, et cetera, is none of my business and it's not my problem and it's not something that I have the energy to deal with. So that is the T on that. My last point here and this is very important. You need to be smart. Like I said, this is not a like spiritual woo-woo, just like listen to your heart, go do your thing type of podcast. This is coming from somebody who had a lot at stake. When I quit my job, when I started a business, there was a lot at stake there. Even though I started off building my company while I had another job, pretty soon after I started getting clients, I did quit my job and I gave up a lot of like social connection for over a year. I was very isolated working on my business, just grinding in silence. Again, back to that original point. But don't make decisions lightly to like leave your life behind that you've built, maybe more based on societal expectations to seek out something new. You need to make decisions that are smart. If you're listening to this podcast that means that you probably care about finances. You probably care about lifestyle. You're here to create something greater in your life than you've maybe seen examples of, than you thought was possible for you. With that in mind, you need to be making decisions that are logical, that are smart, and that are not going to put you in crisis mode. You need to have backup finances. You need to have savings. You need to diversify your income and your investments. All the things that I talk about on my YouTube channel, like the educational videos that I do, which if you guys haven't checked those out, you definitely should. Those are all things you have to be paying attention to because it is not any fun and it is not easy to come back from and like bounce back from a quote unquote failure. Trying to go make your own path in life and like jumping in and making big, meaningful decisions before you've like weighed the pros and cons, looked at the risks versus the gain and been really smart about it. That's not fun. It's not easy and it can set you back into patterns of societal expectation more than ever and it can get you feeling like, oh my God, this is like why we have these expectations because I can't succeed out on my own. 
That is not true, but you have to have an extraordinary level of understanding, responsibility, and ownership over yourself, your finances, your time, everything. Lots of drive, motivation, discipline, etc. So going out and being yourself in this world that wants you to be like everybody else is a very brave decision. And that might mean that like you don't maybe want to start a business. You love the corporate world, but you're trying to leave a job that's not serving you. But it might also mean that you know that entrepreneurship is the way forward in life and you've just never felt like you could leave the family business. You've just never felt like you could escape expectations put on you by your family, you know, by your town, your friends, your background, whatever it is. But if you look at the logistics and you're smart about your decisions and you listen to your intuition that tells you what you're good at, where you're going to thrive, what you truly want out of this life without anybody else's opinion involved, you are going to have 10 times the amazing life, right, that you would have had blindly following the person in front of you, blindly following the expectations put on you by other people. And those are my tips, you guys. I don't know how many there were, like five or six, my tips for doing your own freaking thing in life, being your own person, making decisions that are not dictated by the people around you, um, by your upbringing, just making decisions that are based on you. You are an individual. You are your own generation. You can be your own culture. Like You need to be really aware of your goals, desires, and dreams, and you need to be making a plan to get there. So I hope this inspires you guys so much. If you're watching this episode on the YouTube channel, which I think is the best place to watch it, I find that I'm so much more engaged with a video podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Like this video if you like this topic, if you like the podcast, it just shows me some support. And if you want to drop down in the comments or shoot me a DM over on Instagram of any topics you'd like to see featured on the podcast, I would love to take that into consideration. But thank you guys so much for being here. I believe in you so much. Go out there and build a life that you're obsessed with. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.